When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Long weekend. After a long weekend, I mean, damn it, I would have been justified in taking the day off. But then I remember my boy Shay Shay was going to be in the house. I remember my boy Big Perk was going to be in the house. We got Jay Billis and Seth Greenberg and Monica McNutt and everybody showing up in the house. So if everybody else is there, I had to sit up there and say, they would miss me if I were gone. So I'm here. That good enough, That's good. That's good enough. That good enough. We'd have missed, missed it. First takes and halves. Let's run. Good day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into First Take. Thank you for being with us. Hope you had a fabulous weekend. Look at this crew I got this morning. The Hall of Famer, Shannon Sharp from the West Coast. You know he's happy about that. Uh, Stephen A. Smith in L.A. as well. Big perk. Always good to see you, sir. I'm Molly Karam. Gentlemen, how we feeling? How we living? I'm, I'm doing good. Hey, Molly, you know I spent two semesters at Creighton, right? Hey Shannon. Yes. You know you know we're still number one though, right? Just joking. I don't know how. Uh, still number one. <laughs> Molly, all I said is I went to Creighton for two semesters. Yeah, I, saw I, was just, I was just letting you know, still number one. I, I, I got I got I got I got a better question for Molly. I mean, you've been talking to uh Ryan Clark? I see the two-tone, you know, two different colors. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you've been talking Ryan Clark. That's what you're trying to do? Ryan you, Clark advised you to wear that outfit? If you want to know the honest-to-God truth, first of all, I've had this dress for a long time. You've seen this before. It's a full-blown repeat. So let's just call it what it is. More ways when all, Ryan Clark was here. Second of all, that two-tone fit, that design that Andre Julius did, and he will tell you that, that was my idea. So just so you know, I oh, you came up with that. I did the original two-tone. It's in my closet. Ryan we'll Clark will tell you that. And wow. Andre wow. Julius. Wow. Okay, so Stephen wow. A., just remember we'll stand this. Stand on business. Wait, stand up. on business. Hold up. I want you to remember <laughs> this. I set trends. I don't follow them. You hear me? Okay. okay. <laughs> we stand correct. We compliment <laughs> one person, and you stand. take credit for that. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Let's move on. Spicy on. Let's move 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 on. Let's We're getting into it. These scoring swings in the 123-113 Phoenix victory were wild. L.A. trailed by as many as 20 after surrendering 45 points in the opening quarter while attempting a season-low eight free throws for the game. Here's Duran after the game about what impressed him most in the win. Our leadership. I think our leadership won this game. Uh, struggles was first of the game, but everybody was talking. Our coaches leading us, players were leading us, and that just helped the ball go into the rim and helped us on defense. A knock on this team has been fourth quarter play. What did you see from your group in that final period? Like I said, just our leadership, man. We came through and everybody was talking on the same page. We made big shot after big shot, and we got stopped. So credit the leadership of the coaches and the players. A lot of coaches, a lot of teams, like that's all the Lakers do is get to the free throw line. There's like this narrative out there. That's all we do is get to the free throw line. I mean, we 
don't have attackers. That's what we do. I mean, we, we have attackers. Yeah, we shoot the ball from the, from the perimeter, but we're not shooting 40, 50 threes a game. I mean, we're not that team. Um, we don't have the luxury of being that team. So, you know, we're going to the, you know, to the paint. That's what, that's what we're really good at. SAKD said leadership. I hope he was. Uh, He'd be funny. Yeah. I hope he was clowning first take, which is absolutely hilarious. All right, so LeBron and the Lakers find themselves ninth in the Western Conference with the Warriors just a half game behind. Phoenix moves up to sixth and out of the play in tournament for now. The fight for the top of the West very close. And so it's the fight to stay above the seven seed. Hey, Shannon, try to be unbiased here. Mm -hmm. Tell me this. Do you still believe L.A.? Yeah, please, Shannon. Do you still believe L.A. can make another Western Conference Finals run? I do, but it'll be a lot more difficult than it was last year because I believe the teams are better than they were last year. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, they're a lot better, and that was one of the teams that the Lakers beat, the OKC Thunder. They're better than they were this year, uh, last year. And we see the Nuggets getting rounding into shape. Like, and Nikola Jokic, I think he put a doubt. He left no doubt in everybody's mind who the MVP is. If anybody had any questions, go look at the last three games. The first man in NBA history to have a 14-point rebound, 14-point assist in, in, tri, in tri area. You heard that, Perk? But, yes, I do believe they can. Now, obviously, they're going to have to shoot more free throws than eight per game. And when you get a guy like LeBron James that attacks the paint, D'Lo attacks the paint, Alter Reeves attacks the paint, for you to only shoot uh, eight free throws, is uh, I, that, I question that. But I think the bigger issue is, is defensively for them because there was a situation yesterday. AD thought he should have got a foul. He didn't get back. And uh, uh, O'Neal hits a three. LeBron thought he, thought he got a foul. He didn't get back. Royce O'Neal hit another three. Now, you can live with those guys because Royce O'Neal really, he hasn't shot the ball particularly well. He shot it well yesterday, and that's all that matters. Grayson Allen, every time they get within two, every time they get within three points, Grayson Allen would hit a big three. So they're going to have to tighten up the defense, especially in the three-point shot. But I do believe because they have Anthony Davis and because they have LeBron, they can make another run. But it will not be as easy as it was last year because I believe the teams are much better. The uh, uh, Phoenix is better because they have Book, and now when they, once they get Bradley Beal back, that's going to be a, another another problem they're going to have to deal with. But I still have faith in Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I believe they can make a run, but it's going to be a lot more difficult road to hope. <clears throat> I'm losing faith. I'm losing faith. I'm just going to be honest with you about it. I mean, you know, listen, the point that you bring up and and, and Big Perk, even though I'm sure he still has some belief in the Lakers, have brought this up on numerous occasions. um, The the point that you made about there being numerous teams in the Western Conference that are better this year, I think that's something that we have to start paying attention to as Mm -hmm. we watch this season continue to unfold with the Los Angeles Lakers. D'Angelo Russell had 20 points yesterday. He didn't play awful. Anthony Davis showed up. LeBron James showed up. They still, and by the way, they shot 43% from three-point range, 42.9 to be exact, and they still lost this game. And so I look at it from that perspective against a Phoenix Suns team that, by the way, has been awful in fourth quarters. They've been the worst team in the fourth quarter. They've lost about 10 double-digit leads, only tying the Golden State Warriors this year. And I'm looking at them, and I'm saying, wait a minute here. Um, I, 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 we haven't been talking about them enough. So we've been talking about Minnesota. We've been talking about uh, uh, Oklahoma City. Of course, we can't ignore Denver. Dallas, Tim Legler, and everybody else has us paying met rapt attention to Kyrie and Luke and how they've gotten some size before the trading deadline, so that should be helpful. And now we look at Phoenix yesterday. By the way, when I bring up Phoenix, Kendrick Perkins, another name I'm going to bring up, this dude, Grayson Allen. Yeah. 
This is the leading three-point shooter in the game. Mm-hmm. This brother hit six threes yesterday. Mm-hmm. Six threes. Grayson Allen, the, uh, obviously when you got KD and Booker on the court with you, you're going to get open shots. Right. But credit where credit is due. He He's burying them, them. He's been knocking them down all season long. And so I'm looking at it from that perspective. I'm looking at the Clippers in Sacramento play last night. I'm looking at Denver. I'm looking at Oklahoma City and Minnesota and Dallas. I just gave you six teams, okay? I'm just, I'm just saying to myself right now, I even mentioned Golden State. I'm just saying to myself right now, I'm not giving up on the Lakers. I, I'm giving them a slight chance to be right. able to make a run. But it's looking more and more daunting with each passing week just because of what I'm seeing from the other teams in the Western Conference. Molly. Yeah. Molly, do you realize Do you realize I just got off a plane at 6.15 this morning and I came on here for first take because I thought I was going to actually get some takes, some bold takes. And these two old heads are tap dancing around the question. Shannon, are yes. the Lakers going to make a run to the Western Conference Finals? The answer simple yes or no. Hold on. I could have sworn I said yes, but no, it's going to uh, be a lot uh, more. Uh, no, no. Merrick, tell uh, them the rules okay, of the first day. Okay. Remind them how okay. the what, works, what about What about you, S.A.? Because you're losing faith now. What, what is it? Yes or no? Are they going to make a run to the Western Conference I, Finals? I, I, would have, I would have to say no. Okay, cool. I'm saying hell no, they're not. Okay, for the simple <laughs> fact, look, the only thing that the Lakers need to be making a run at is this offseason and free agency and trying to go get Donovan Mitchell or make a trade for Trey Young. For us this season alone, the Lakers better be worried about making the playoffs, let alone making a run in the playoffs. Matter of fact, the playoffs have started. If you're watching the teams, if you watched that game last night with the Go- with Golden State and the Denver Nuggets, that was a playoff-type game. You know why? Because the Golden State Warriors are trying to get out of the play-in tournament. The Denver Nuggets are trying to go for that number one seed again. So when I look at the Lakers right now, currently constructed, they're not built to beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. Matter of fact, they haven't beaten them this season. They haven't beaten Denver in forever. They cannot match up with the Clippers. And to be honest with you, I don't even believe that they'll beat the Sacramento Kings in a seven-game series. Just being real. And if you look at the Lakers' schedule in the next 10 games, they play the Clippers, they play the Kings twice, they play the Nuggets. I mean, it's loaded. They play the Oklahoma City Thunder. It is loaded. And it's a reason why LeBron James at the trade deadline was pouting and he wanted Rob Palenka to make a move because he knew that they didn't have enough. Do I think Spencer Dinwiddie is going to get them over the top? Hell no. At the end of the day, what I'm watching right now is that they lack depth at the big position. If Anthony Davis is out, Jackson Hayes has been a no-show this entire season. Christian Wood has been on and off. You need depth at the big position to win any series in the Western Conference when you're going against the when you're going against a, the likes of a Jokic, a Sabonis, a Rudy Gobert, and Carl Anthony Towns. So no, the answer is hell no. They're not making another run. Couple of points before I give it to you, Shay Shay. Uh, number one of of the ten teams with winning records in the Western Conference, the Lakers are the only team with a losing record on the road. Only team with a losing record on the road. They're 11 and 19 on the season in terms of their road wins. This is the other thing that I wanted to point out. And I got to call out Darvin Ham, who I like a lot and obviously I think did a great job last year. What's up with all of these double-digit deficits in the first quarter? 
This is the 13th time this year the Lakers have come out and were trailing by double digits yeah. at the end of the first quarter. Only the Portland Trailblazers have been worse this year in that regard. I don't understand that. I really don't. That needs to change. Go ahead. If you look at these teams, their highest scoring quarter, the majority of them have come against the Lakers. You look at any team, if you, whatever they've scored, be it 45, be it 50, be it 39, whatever the case may be, it's against the Lakers. Now, yesterday, they were absolutely demolished on the glass. That was really surprising to me, Big Perk, is that we look at the Phoenix Suns and we understand they got Nurkic. But you get out-rebounded by 13, 14 rebounds, and you got an answer today? No, no, no. 51-34. Oh, so they got 17. 17. 17. You can't, 17. You can't because at the half, Phoenix had nine offensive rebounds. The Lakers have none. And I was like, I tweeted, Lakers, can you get an offense, a, a defensive rebound? As a matter of fact, get anything. Can you get a steal? Can you get a rebound on the offensive end, the defensive end? Do something. And it was just like they were going through the motion. All of a sudden, a few shots going in. They seemed like they got excited. And they found, them, they found themselves getting themselves back into the ball game. But late in the ball game, give Grayson Allen credit. Give Royce O'Neal credit. I don't want book. And I don't want KD to beat me. Now, I'm going to make you swing the ball, and I'm going to force those guys to hit shots. They hit them yesterday. There's nothing else you can do about that. It's just like any team. If you take away their two best players and their role players step up, Perk, what you, I, I, can't, I can't guard it. I can't double everybody now. And, 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 that's, and that's another thing. Role players play better at home, especially in the postseason. And the Lakers are not going to have home court advantage. So guess what? Role players are going to be making shots because the Lakers are going to be the visiting team. Did they have a road? Did they have home field at a home court last year? Did it? Did it matter? No, but this is not. They went to Memphis. Remember they went to Memphis. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't get bold. Don't get bold. Don't get bold now because you just finished pointing out what your what your trepidation is about the Los Angeles Lakers. Don't get don't get bold now. You're a little bit worried now. Hold on, hold on. Right? What's the team? Hold on, Perk. What's the team you said? You say like OKC. You said Minnesota, Minnesota the Nuggets, Dallas, Dallas, Denver, yeah. Sacramento. I, I didn't hear you here. One day, one team. What team got LeBron James? Got the gold on it. Go, 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 really? Really? That's where you're going? Which that's team where, got the that's, gold? That's where you're going. Which team that's, got the guy that's 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 where you're going. more playoff so points in so, so, in other words, you are saying nah, that you think uh, the Lakers uh, can make a run. You are saying that you think they're going to do it. I, hold on. I, I started. I said, I believe they can make a run to the Western Conference Finals. Can they do something? Although I believe. Can they grab be... anything? Did you say, can they grab anything? Did, was, did you say, can they grab some groceries? Did you say that? Did you say that? So, in other words, go to your Steven, I want you to read that caption that's up under me. You and make a run to the Conference Finals. I just said, yes, they could. Hey, now you okay. want me to grab something. Okay. Hey, you just. You, you, told know, me. you know what's wrong? You know what's wrong? You know what's wrong with Shannon right now, ESA? What? It's just what? like just like if you're placing a bet, right, with ESPN bet. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to bet with your mind. He's he's betting with his heart. No, because you know his feelings would go, James. That's yeah, all it is, right? It's a lot harder than It's a lot harder than It's a lot harder No, no. Yo, Perk, Perk, I got, I got Shannon right now. You ready for this one, Perk? You know, you, you do live in L.A., don't you? Yes. When last time you've been in Lake again? <laughs> open, open the night. Open the night. <laughs> you have been busy. Yeah, it, it, ain't, been, it ain't just been the club Shay Shay the nightcap, you know. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. I'm traveling. You, you ain't had a chance. You ain't had a chance to get to the Lake again. Not one. Really, you ain't not had a chance. Not one. You ain't had a chance. Lakers had on yes. the, at home. You ain't had one opportunity to get to Lakers. I ain't want to go to Toronto. 
<laughs> he don't want to go, Molly. He don't want to go. He's seeing what he don't like. Shannon going to lose it. Hey, can you grab something? That's what he going to say to them. Can you grab something? Shannon, you, guys, you want to come to the Big East Tournament? I'm going in March. You want to come watch oh, no, UConn no. win it? You want to come You guys, hold on. Molly. You want to come sit courtside and see that happen? Molly, just a second, Molly. You asked me, can the Lakers make another run to the conference right, finals? Right. I yeah. answered, yes, it'll be more difficult. Stephen A. and Perk sent me to the store. Perk wanted a pack of cigarettes. Stephen A. wanted some cereal. I bring them what they wanted back. That's all you brought? But damn, I brought you what you asked for. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Because it oh. wasn't Newport's. It wasn't Newport. All I so know is I've been the I, all I know is that I'm traveling back and forth and all of this other stuff. And I've been the crypto.com arena more than Shannon you has. Have. I mean the brother mm. the brother been busy. I understand he's been busy. But damn it, those games, you understand this man could have been right. he in LA enough to get to some of those games. No. You ain't yeah. been there for a reason. Because you don't believe we saw you don't believe. I was celebrating my championship. Okay. We had a parade oh, yeah. for, they had a parade for me yeah. in the celebrity tournament, Perk. Shannon, as soon as they start yeah. winning, I'm sure you'll be there. <laughs> no, no, no. I was supposed to go <laughs> oh, Saturday, okay. but guess okay. what? Okay. I'm out of town. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in okay. Jersey. All right. Oh, well, guess yeah. where I was Saturday, Stephen A. <laughs> by the way, look at the picture that I just sent you. Uh, Saturday night, went to the Garden, watching the Celtics make easy work of the Knicks. Keep in mind, New York was without stars OG Ananubi and Julius Randle. The contest competitive in the first, but then Boston took over, extending their win streak to eight. Stephen A., tell me this. Do, do you feel like the Celtics are on their own tier when it comes to title threats in the NBA? Like it's kind of men amongst boys at this point? No, no, I can't dismiss that. When I'm looking at the Denver Nuggets, who, by the way, have had four starters play 52 games uh, this year, the only person that's, that's missed more games, the only person that's really missed any games is Jamal Murray, obviously a key component, but he's played 42 games as opposed to the 52 the other four starters have played. But I'm looking at them, the continuity, the health, the fact of the matter is they're playing for a championship. They're the reigning defending NBA champions. They clearly know what it takes, and their mentality is we don't really, really need to prioritize stuff this early in the season the way other people do. We're going to stay in the mix or whatever. We'll make our run, but we're still around. We are. We know who we are. Boston is a definitely a legitimate threat. Nobody's denying that. But it's not like they're on a tier by themselves. The Denver Nuggets is a team to be reckoned with, and I don't think anybody could deny that, even though we are seeing Minnesota and Oklahoma City at the moment have better records than them. It's really about the Denver Nuggets. You can't say that about anybody else. I say yes. The Celtics rank first in point differential, first in three points attempted and made, first okay. in rebounds, second in block, third in turnovers, and fifth in points per game, opponent's point per game. Okay. If you look at them, they have a bigger lead over the Cleveland Cavaliers, who's in second, than the first through seventh, first through eighth in the West. Okay. And they're five games clear of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nobody's on their level right now. Now, I'm not saying by the time the, uh, the playoffs roll around and once we get to the playoffs, that might be a different story. But as we sit here and we talk about this topic currently, Perk, ain't nobody seeing the Celtics. The Celtics are that good. And on a given night, you can have both Jason Tatum and, and uh, 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 JB going for mid-30s. And then you got guys that can lock it down on the other end with Holiday and, Der and Derek White. You got Prazingas. He can give you 20 on a given night. So they have three guys on a, on a given night that can go get you 90 to 100 points between those three. So, yeah, right, right now, you yeah, ain't nobody on the, on the Celtics level. Do I think the Celtics have a great chance of bringing home a championship this year? I absolutely do. We talk about do I right think now. they have the personnel? Do, do they have the personnel? Yes. 
okay? But at the end of the day, we've seen this movie before. And Shannon, I could have sworn, I mean, well, last year, Stephen A., we have revisited this, this topic so many times over the past, what, two and a half, three seasons? Because we've seen this movie before. The Celtics are not judged on regular season. Jason Tatum is not judged on regular season. We haven't even seen Chris, uh, uh, Christoph Przingis in a playoff meaningful game. I don't know what he's going to do in the series, but I do know what the Denver Nuggets are going to do. I do know what Jokic and Jamal Murray is going to do. I also know what Kawhi Leonard Jordan is capable of doing with the Los Angeles Will Clippers. Last time he who, did by that. the way, just about a but, but just and by the way, just about a month ago, went down to Boston and stomped them out. Went down to Boston and stomped them out. He stomped them out. The Clippers stomped them out. So what I'm saying is, I understand. Listen. When it comes to the Eastern Conference, yes, they do have a gap. Do I think they're coming out of the East? Hell yeah, I think they are. I think the Knicks, if healthy, could give them a challenge. I think if the Bucks get their stuff together, they could give them a challenge, but they're not good enough to beat them. But when you talk about the West, we just got through talking about how great this conference is. Why the Lakers can't make it another finals one run because of the conference got so much better. So I can't sit up here on national television and say that the Celtics are on the tier they own when it comes down to title threats. Not not. A couple of things. Number one, the Denver Nuggets with Jokic on the floor, 18.9 points per possession better, points per game better with him on the floor than they are with him off the floor. Mm -hmm. We know what kind of impact he had. He put on the show last night against Golden State. We get all of that, right? We also look at them. They're the number three seed in the Western Conference, just a game and a half out of first place. Yes. Okay. So when you're the reigning defending champions and you know the road that has to be traveled, you know this, Shannon, even though it was in the sport of football, being the champion that you are, you're going to get everybody's A game. Correct. You're the champion. And so so what you're doing is you're treading water to some degree or doing a little bit better than that because you understand what to prioritize. You're the Boston Celtics. You got a guy like Jalen Brown trying to validate the $304 million salary, the contract, rather, that he received in the offseason. You got a Jason Tatum who's got some making up to do for his performance in the finals a few years, a couple of years back, not to mention the fact that he's vying for a league MVP honor, all right? So you've got that going on, all right? And on top of it all, you got Boston collectively, a pressure cooker, because as Kendrick Perkins, who won a title in Boston, would tell you, he was like, yo, they get measured by a different standard, right. like he just said. So all of those things being considered, you can understand why there's such a priority that's placed on every regular season game for the Boston Celtics. That's not necessarily the case with the Denver Nuggets. We want to stick around. We want to make sure we get a high seed. We want to make sure that we've got home court advantage at least through the first two rounds. Right. We might try to do something like that. But at the end of the day, what we want to do is make sure that we're healthy going into the postseason because we understand the road that it's going, we're going to have to travel in order to repeat as champions because we are the reigning defending champions. That's a different, that's a different onus on their shoulders than, than the Boston Celtics possess. But right now, as we discuss this topic, who's in Boston? Who's in Boston League based on the record? They're five games clear of Minnesota. Minnesota's the number one team in the Western Conference. They're five games clear. They're six and a half games clear of the Nuggets. But they're in the Eastern Devils of the Western. We've seen Denver beat Boston earlier this year. Okay. Right. Yes. Did okay. we we just saw the this, Clippers get stomped out last night. I know. Since we talked about Clippers. But look, okay. Okay, that. but let me ask you this. Yeah, by, by, a team, by a team in the Western Conference. Let me ask you this. Do you think the Boston Celtics would have this same record if they was in this Western Conference right now? I'm, I'm, I'm asking. 
based on the way they're playing and shooting the ball, and with that two-headed monster, uh, that law firm, uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor uh, uh, JT, and uh, JB, yes, I do. I think but they'd Shannon, be about Shannon, three or four games hard. worse. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, yes. I mean, we do a hypothetical, but based on based no, on, on a nightly basis, on a nightly basis, to watch them play game in and game out, the way they shoot the ball, Perk, there's a reason why. They, it's not like they, they got all these 45 wins against Eastern Conference teams, not Perk. You want the fans at home, you want the people at home to believe is, that 45 no, wins came against the no, Eastern Conference? I, no, no, I don't, but I, but I will say this. I will say this. If you just take the teams right now, that are in the bottom half of the Western Conference. I mean, in the play-in tournament in the Western Conference, I believe it's the Los Angeles Lakers, the Golden State Warriors, I yep. think the New Orleans Pelicans, and what's the fourth team? But if you take those four teams and move them to the East, they'll be in the playoff hunt Minnesota. right now. They'll actually be in the playoff. And that's how good the West is. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not just like they're night and day above hey, the, everybody in the league. Huh? Go ahead, Molly. I'm Burke, sorry. I want to thank you for reinforcing the rules earlier in the show, reminding these two jokers and all. Yeah, they came in soft and cuddly and he he and And thank you for listening when I need to go to break. Coming up on first take. Excuse me, I have to go to break. I'm sorry, Shannon. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles 
miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Before and one mixtapes, there was the Harlem Globetrotters. The exhibition basketball team is part comedy, part competition, and all skill. Founded in Chicago in 1926, the Harlem Globetrotters have been home to legends like Fred Curley Neal, Meadowlark Lemon, and yes, even Wilt Chamberlain. Now approaching their 100th year as an American institution, the Globetrotters are still, well, trotting actively touring across the country with no signs of slowing down. Our NBA Wednesday doubleheader starts with Tyrese Halliburton and the Pacers hosting Zion Williamson and the Pelicans, 7.30 Eastern, then LeBron and the Lakers square off against Kawhi and the Clippers, a little LA on LA action there. Our coverage tips with NBA Countdown at 7.00. However, in college, Saturday's Wake Forest win over Duke, getting the Demon Deacons closer to an NCAA tournament bid, was overshadowed by Wake fans storming the court. Duke star Kyle Filipowski hobbled and helped off the court following a collision with a fan. You can see it right there. Here's Duke's head coach, John Shire, postgame. It's disappointed we lost. Uh, but look, for me, it's I'm more concerned about the, the well-being of our guys, you know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it, it's a dangerous thing. I absolutely feel like it was personal, um, um, you know, intentional for sure. You know, like I said, was, there's, there's no reason where they see a big guy like me trying to work my way up the court and they, they can't just work around me. You know, there's no excuse for that. All right. On that note, we welcome in our Jay Billis. Jay, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. And Jay, want to dive right in here. Tell me this. Why do you feel so strongly that it's time to do away with the fan storm in the court? Well, Molly, it's not that I feel strongly that it's time. It's been time for a long time. Uh, and we, we actually discussed this a few weeks ago on College Game Day. Uh, and my thing wasn't necessarily banned court storming. It was just the idea that fans don't belong on the court ever. And players don't belong in the stands. It's a pretty simple proposition. But, you know, the NCAA and the member institutions will say the player safety is number one. There's nothing more important than player well-being. But uh, that's simply not true because they're continuing to allow this. And, in fact, they're encouraging it. And the truth is we're encouraging it in the media. We put court stormings at the end of every highlight when there's an upset. We're encouraging it. And even though it's banned in the SEC and they have to pay a $100,000 fine on the first offense and then it goes up to 250000 or five hundred, whatever it is, uh, the institutions are happy to pay it because they like the visual. They like having that to take pictures of it, to show it. Here's how passionate we are and here's what we're about, that kind of stuff. And it, it just didn't you know, take uh, a genius to say that, that something's going to happen. And when it does, let's not act surprised. This is not only foreseeable, it's inevitable. And we've had significant injuries over this in the past, to, to fans especially, and nothing really changes. And But the truth is, nothing's going to change now. We're going to talk about it, and it's going to go away. 
and nothing's going to change. And if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the administrators will tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not, it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming, that that could cause more problems than it would solve. But you don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just, just say you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Um, there's no accountability for this. It, it, the fans feel like it's an entitlement and the universities like it. And the truth is we like it. Now, one last thing on this. Years ago, when, when fans would run out on the field or on the court during a game, it was, it was network policy not to show that because we didn't want to encourage it. So what does that say about the way we in the media use these images now? We, we can't deny that we encourage it or at least tacitly approve of it. And uh, everybody has to accept some responsibility for this. It, I don't think it's the right thing to allow this, but I know that it's going to continue. This is not going to stop. Jay, I wish I could disagree with you, but I can't. I think it's run its course also. And like you said, the visual of the fans, and they, they, they sell that to the, the incoming students and, uh, students, and they sell that to the athletes. This is how passionate our fan base is. And some people have gotten hurt. We saw Caitlin Clark. Well, now we see Flip, the, the Duke senior, talented uh, uh, center, not senior, talented center. What, what's it really going to take? Because I remember when they used to, uh, the, Jay and I, Stephen, I know you remember this, when streakers used to come on the field and they used to follow them all around the camera. Well, they stopped doing that. And, they, and people don't streak nearly as much as they once did. This is dangerous. I mean, you, you talk, and I get it. They're kids. But so are the athletes on the court. Y'all make it seem like those are professionals. They're kids also. And the kids, the kids on the court always have to re refrain and stay in, oh, you're an athlete. You're held to a higher sta standard than the student body that's running on there. Their emotions are high. When you lose, especially when you put into it like these college kids, it's, it's tough. And, 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 yeah, maybe he just has a sprained ankle, and I hope that's all it is, and I hope it's nothing serious, and I hope he doesn't lose any time. But it's time. I mean, look, I understand there have been a lot of traditions that schools go back 50, 100 years, but it's, it's time to outlaw some of these. And I think uh, uh, storming the court, storming the field, I think it's time to do away with all that. I don't disagree with either one of y'all when you say it's run its course. We're all in agreement on that. But I do think that in the process of engaging in this dialogue, we have to talk about several things. Number one, first of all, I remember 1961, Jay Billis, when North Carolina was playing at Duke's Cameron Indoor Stadium. My former coach, I mean, you know, I was sitting my former coach, the coach that I covered, Larry Brown, because I covered him for the Philadelphia 76. He was a point guard for North Carolina at the time, and he was driving to the basket, you know, in the, in the waning seconds, trailing by five and was bear-hugged by a Duke player. The next thing you know, a fist fight broke out, and the fans got involved in that. People talked about that and literally called that court storming. I don't call that court storming. That was a different animal. <laughs> but, I mean, when you look at what has happened at Kansas State, when you look at what has happened, I remember Bill Self, or the coach of Kansas, Kansas almost got stampeded for crying out loud. I remember one time where there was this incident where a guy was in a wheelchair and one of the players had to lift him up to carry him to safety because somebody was stampeding the court. I forgot where that was. But I'm bringing all of that up NC to say NC State, this. I was there. That's right. There you go. There you go. Right? So you got that going on. But guess what? How about 1984? 
June 12th, if I remember correctly. Game 7, Boston Celtics versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Bird you go to the holiday. Did you see Bird trying to get – did you see Bird, Bird barreling over people yes. trying to get off the court as they stormed it? Well, what is the difference now? What's transpired? Let's go to the pro level. Money. Because you know why? Because you're going to have people, you're going to have security that you pay. All right? And the security there, they, these are off-duty police officers. And then some. These ain't senior citizens who are in their 60s and 70s who are retired, but they got a job at some arena or whatever, and they play a role, and you call that security. No, it's real security up at these NBA games. And you got to think twice before you think about doing certain things of a physical nature because so much money is at stake. These players make so much money mm -hmm. for the league, et cetera, et cetera. They're protecting the investment. We don't hear about universities doing that. Why? Because they don't want to spend money. How do we know that? Because it's been like pulling teeth for decades to get them to spend money <laughs> when it comes to anything that the involves athletes. the students. You Absolutely. know this better than any of us, Jay Billis. And so we can't ignore that reality. And I bring all of that up to say this. Again, it's run its course. But let's talk about different ways of modifying the situation in case you don't stop this. You could have security surrounding the team, the visiting team. In more instances than not, the, the home team is celebrating. These are guys that are walking around campus. These are guys that want to be the big man on campus. When they're successful, the fans are celebrating with them. It's the visiting team that you have to worry about most of all. Not to say there aren't incidences where you got to worry about the home team as well. But primarily, it's the visiting team. Surround them and surround them with real bona fide security. Make sure you do that and facilitate them getting off the court. And you could delay these cheap ropes that you're using. That ain't going to work. You understand what I'm saying? You got to surround, surround them with, 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 again, real security, folks. They're not going to do it because they don't want to spend the money. That's what this really, really comes down to. And that's all I wanted to say about it. Yeah, I think Stephen A. and, and Shannon and Molly, I, I think what the schools really want is they want it both ways. They want to say, well, we want the visual. We want to show the excitement. And then but but player safety is important, but clearly it's not number one. And it, it what it does to me is ignores the fact that fans don't belong on the court or on the field ever. And players don't belong in the stands. I just don't think that's a difficult thing to wrap your head around in the NFL. Like, I go back to what you said, Steve. I was thinking the exact same thing about the Boston Celtics when they are playing the Lakers. And Larry Bird was knocking people out to try to get That's out right. of there. That's and right. it, yeah. when the New York Yankees in the late 70s were, were really winning championships and doing well. Reggie Jackson. It was Reggie Jackson and Chris That's Chambliss right. was knocking Chris people Chambliss. out trying to get That's back right. to the dugout. Yeah. And we, we don't – look, we shouldn't have that kind of thing now. And, look, I'm not saying that fans are coming out with the intent to cause mayhem. But you cannot control a stampede like you think yeah. you can. And I was there for that thing you're talking about, Stephen A., where the, the person in the wheelchair at NC State was in harm's way. We, 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 we can argue that, hey, well, why was that person out there? Why was this happening? Or why did Filipowski put his arms up? We showed that thing with Filipowski in slow motion. That didn't happen to him in slow motion. He's got to have the right to protect himself. Like, how, how do you expect people to react in that situation? And when something else happens, and it will, we'll act surprised. Yeah. And then we'll say we have to do something. But it's going to have to be a, a, a catastrophe that happens in a really high-profile game. 
uh, for us to do anything. And and I just don't believe they're going to do anything. They like the visual but, too much, and the truth is we like it too much. We're not but, doing it. But, Jay, as far as the visual, to your point, I mean, it doesn't get much more high profile than Caitlin Clark and Kyle Filipowski. We want to see them on the court, the NCAA tournament. I feel like that should be enough in itself, that both of them have gotten injured through court storming this season. I mean, those are major stars in college basketball. Yeah, you know, all these things, Molly, that we're talking about should be number one, but they're not. And it's going to take an injury to a high-profile player for people to get more sanguine about this. Um, look, I, I, when, when we brought this up a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago on College Game Day, I think it was after the Caitlin Clark incident, and I just said, look, fans don't belong on the court. And uh, the reaction was, you know, old man yells at clouds and get off my lawn stuff. <laughs> and I get that. Like, who doesn't love the excitement of it? I love excitement. But when North Carolina beat Duke earlier this year in Chapel Hill, they didn't rush the court. They went out to Franklin Street and partied. The players went out and did it, too. Like, it's not part of the game. It's something that's happening after the game. And when the NFL and NBA and Major League Baseball, they all ban that stuff and it never happens again. It's not like the popularity of their game took a hit. Nobody bought, They're not selling less tickets. Ratings aren't going down. That visual isn't necessary. But these colleges recruit. And they want that visual for recruiting. Look what you get. Look at the excitement you're coming yeah. to. They, they love it, and they're addicted to it. And, and frankly, this incident isn't enough to change anyone's minds. They'll just say, well, we need to have rope off the players so they can have their handshake line and get out of there, and then, then it's a free-for-all. They can't control a free-for-all. And, uh, and somebody said, He'll put a shot clock in so 30 seconds after the game you can storm it. That, none of that makes no. any sense. No. They just stop it. The it's, it's useless. Especially in today's world, you have to protect the players. <laughs> and, you, and you want the stars on the court. That's, that's paramount. Jay, thank you so much for being with us this morning. We appreciate you, and we'll be talking to you a lot more soon as March approaches. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. 
Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. You miss shots. Like it's, it's one of those things. Um, that's why they're called averages. Like, you know, you got the highs and the lows of it. And, you know, nobody... Again, the standard that you set when you don't meet it, there's questions about are your legs tired or no, you just miss shots and you keep shooting. I think Steph has looked tired to me the last couple of games, and it makes sense, you know, the uh, doing the All-Star game stuff, not getting much of a break, uh, three games in four nights, uh, you know, the whole deal. So he, he looks looks a little tired. Um, but this is all part of the season. You know, the, these stretches happen, and, and he'll bounce back. That was Warriors head coach Steve Kerr and Steph Curry after blowing a 16-point lead to Denver. Stephen A., tell me this. How far do you feel like Steph can carry this rendition of the Warriors? My 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 reaction to that, Molly, is I think the second round. I think that I think that Steph Curry can get through a playing game. I think he can win a first-round series. They got the capability to upset anybody. I don't give him any further than that simply because the load that is on his shoulders is so immense and the talent in the West is so deep. Could I, I, I could give, I, I got too much respect for his greatness to not give him one series, but I wouldn't go beyond that unless somebody else shows me they can step up in a big way to help him out. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the team that handed them the L. Uh, that'd be Nikola Jokic. He's the odds-on MVP at ESPN Bet, Stephen A. If he wins, this would be his third in the last four seasons. Shea Gilgis Alexander is second and would be the first Thunder player to win it since Russell Westbrook did back in 2017. Luka Giannis and Jason Tatum rounding out the top five. All right, SA, you're up here first. Who's going to challenge Jokic for MVP? Well, first of all, I want, I want to say that I have Jason Tatum ahead of everybody for yeah. league MVP. Averaging 27 a game, being the best player on the best team in the league. That's how I feel about Jason Tatum. But when I was asked this question originally, they was talking about in the West, and my answer has been Shea Gilgis Alexander. Have you seen this, brother? I have. have. you seen this? I, I mean, my, my, Molly, uh, uh, Shannon, you, yeah. you got to watch this brother dance on people right mm-hmm. now. The brother 6'6", 180, I mean, it dances on you with his hand, who got a J, can shoot from anywhere, hits free throws, pull-up jumpers, threes, open courty dancing on you. He's special. He's absolutely special. And last I checked, they have a better record than the Denver Nuggets right now. And when I look at him being tied for the number one seed in the Western Conference, let's say hypothetically that the Oklahoma City Thunder finishes with the top seed in the West. This man... They played, I mean, I mean, listen, they played 50 some odd games. Yeah. The brother has had over 30 40 on times. 42 occasions. Mm-hmm. He is something special. Yeah. And I'm looking at him right now. And yeah, they got other talent on the squad, the Williams of the world, and, and Dort and, and Gideon and others. And oh. I get and Chet Holmgren, let's not forget him. He's a candidate for rookie of the year. It ain't it ain't a foregone conclusion it number is. one beyond. It could be. But Chet Holmgren <laughs> is balling now. He is balling and they're winning, so we can't ignore that. But Shay Gilgis Alexander is the name that comes to my mind, Shannon. The brother special. He is. I agree with you. He would. He would. He's right behind Jokic. I mean, if he if Jokic is one A, he has to be one B. Averaging thirty one, five and a half rebounds, six and a half assists. Leading the league in steals. But here's the thing. Yep. He's shooting fifty five percent as a guard. Yes. Yes. He 
can get can finish with either hand, can pull up from the mid-range, his three ball is increased, great at the free throw line. He does it all on this very, very young team. And I believe it's Nikola Jokic, Shea Gilgis. I would have I would have JT in front of Giannis. I understand Giannis is having another outstanding season, 31 points, 11 and a half rebounds. Luka is doing Luka things, but they're not winning nearly enough for him to get serious, serious consideration. Mm-hmm. I would go Jokic. I would go Shea Gilgis. I would put JT at me, third. To me, I got JT at number one, Shea Gilgis at number two, and Jokic at number three. Jokic, again, they're creeping with those up. Numbers. Well, listen, listen, they, they're creeping up. Not with those numbers. Top three. Listen, you can say what you want to say. You just gave the Shea, Shea Gilgis Alexander numbers. I gave you Jason Tatum numbers. I mean, listen, the best player on the best team, you're the number one option. Everybody's watching you. All every Everybody's coming at you every single night. You're the number one team by six games. Come on now, I can't, I can't ignore that from Jason Tatum. I can't ignore that. What am I supposed to do about 32, 16, and 16? I feel you on that. That's, <laughs> that, that's spectacular. There's no doubt about that. I mean, but, tw- but 27 a night yeah. for a team that's six games better than you. You just brought up Boston's record. They're the number one overall seed. Jason Tatum can't be ignored. But when I look at Shea Gilgis-Alexander, let me just throw some numbers about you. About it. Averaging an NBA high 24 drives per game, scoring a league high 17.2 points per game on 57% shooting on drives. One of only four players averaging 35 and 5, along with Luka, Giannis, and Embiid, 15.3 points in the paint for a point guard, all right, which is fifth in the NBA and is shooting 40% on pull up threes. This is Shea Gilgis Alexander, yeah. and they're tied for the number one seed in the West. Yeah. I can't ignore that. No. I can't. I'm but sorry. I, I just think the thing is when people just look at Nikola Yoke's numbers, yes, and you see the uh, uh, the 26 and a half, and you see the 12 rebounds, and you see the nine. He's great. He's great. It's like he's great. And you you see that team. I don't know where they would be. They'd be in the lottery mm-hmm. if he wasn't on that team. Uh, listen, I, if Jamal Murray was, was healthy and yeah. the rest of them were healthy, I wouldn't say the lottery. No. I'd give them. With, with, I, without Yoke? No, without Yoke, I'd still have them in a the plan. No. I'd still have them I, in a the no, plan. Sir. I'd still have them in a the plan. You just yes, said the 18 and a half points better when he on the court. I, I feel you on that because he's really off the court. You know, you, you, okay. you, you, he, he don't miss too many games. No, he don't miss no he don't games. Miss, he don't miss games. But it's not he like he plays so a ton so, so, so two or three games, he out. That's what we going to go no, by? No, I'm, I'm Come no, on now. No, I'm not going to no, do that. I'm saying when he's on the court. So when he's on the court, as far All as – right, gentlemen. Like, plus minus. Yeah, there we go. You. There we go. I got you. I got you. Okay, two-tone, take off. You know, she, when I start to do the <clears throat> clear my throat, okay, guys, okay, guys. Like, that's that's like the wrap it up signal. No, we think you're you clearing your throat because no, we think you're eating and you just ate something. Yeah. And then, uh, you gotta, so that, when I do the, like, when I do the mm-hmm, that kind of thing, like, those are all symbols. Like, it's time to go, party people. All right. Well, so Molly's the only person that I know that went to a game and took pictures of herself eating to send to people. Ross, that's I what mean, she did. Stephen A., that was, Ross took that picture for you. I can't explain right now. You I have to, you I have to That's what you do, Molly. You ask people to take pictures Let's for you. Go. This is what you do. Let's go.